York City, 2055, the city is now the Holobot capital of the world. Holobots, holographic projections controlled by computer programs, roam the streets. The 3D images are nearly indistinguishable from human beings. For the most part, Holobots are used as marketing tools. New York sidewalks abound with walking, talking likenesses of famous stars, historical figures, and fanciful clowns. All of them are marketing products, hawking schemes, and dreams. The age of the Holobots teems with a thousand tales of comic mistaken identity, tragic confusion, sinister disguise, and even mystic revelation. This is one such tale, the story of Kingor, Freddy C., and Lucinda. Kingor, the famous no-holds-barred CEO of Holobots Incorporated, is attempting to rise to the top of the industry by making the most realistic Holobots. Freddy C., Kingor's star programmer, is in charge of the quest for realism, and Freddy has succeeded far beyond even Kingor's expectations. Freddy C.'s fame now threatens to eclipse that of his employer. But something has gone wrong in Freddy's quest. Drastically wrong. It is June 7th, 2055, less than two years after Freddy began his quest. It is 10 a.m. We find Freddy on the streets of New York, stunned, alone, and confused. He only knows he must find Lucinda, the light of his life. Lucinda. 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 The name fills the mind, fills the senses, yet she blinds me. I see her. No, her absence. There. There. Another empty shell. An empty person. Not Lucinda. Lucinda. Someone said hell is other people. I feel sorry for them. Her name burns. I must find her. Where am I? On 42nd Street. Already? How can that be? I was... I was nearby. I must have been nearby. Not long ago. No. She's not here. I feel sorry for my eyes. See them go up. See them come down. Round and round they go. What's that? Poor clown. A Harlequin outfit from the Middle Ages, too. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Watch the blue ball. Watch for the magic number. Win a free trip to Atlantis. Pathetic. Simply pathetic. I, Freddy C., have created better holobots in my sleep. Look at the way he throws the balls. The pattern is too regular. Obviously a primitive algorithm. Good morning, sir. Do you wish to play a game? I am playing a game. And you are not it. I am sorry I could not serve you. Good morning, madam. Do you wish to play again? Goodbye, clown. Your speech reference model is pathetic, too. Model K92, no doubt. I did better than that even in the early days. Yes, Lucinda, that was long ago, when I first met Kingor on the 212th floor of the New Empire State Building. September 8th. 2053, 9 a.m. Well, Freddy, you come highly recommended to me. 
I trust you will produce excellent products for us? Yes, sir. Freddie, I'll let you in on a little secret. We plan to completely dominate the market in Holobots. It's not a secret, sir. Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. My reputation speaks for itself. I'm a winner. Always have been. Now, here's the situation. We have holographic projectors between 5th and 8th Avenues all the way from 31st Street to 59th Street. We've been approved to triple our installation area starting next week. We're going into the village, the south side, the trade center. But expansion is not our problem or your problem. Our problem is realism. Realism, boy. And that's where you come in. I know. Good. Well, good. They call them wooden Indians, sir. What? Wooden Indians? Your critics call your holographic salespeople little more than wooden Indians. And they say... I know what the critics say. Wooden motions, wooden heads. We're using the best AI programs available. But it's not right. They got to walk to walk and talk to talk. That's where you come in. Ah, here's Samantha to take you to your station. Now, get to work. This way, Mr. C. Get back to me next week. My first attempts were crude. I'm embarrassed by them now, but I did improve both the walk and the talk of the early holobots. For a week or so, I toyed with Kingor's primitive AI programs. I got nowhere. But then it suddenly occurred to me, if realism was what he wanted, why not use the real thing? The projecting sites also had cameras to record every move of the holograms. So one day, I simply redirected some of the cameras and recorded the walking patterns of real people. Then I developed mathematical models for them and installed them in the holobots. Even the new New York Times noticed, wooden Indians get a spring in their step. Encouraged by easy success, I tried to use Kingor's cameras to record the pedestrian street talk. It was good, but not quite enough. I soon took to the streets with a hidden recorder. I knew enough about marketing to know it was like having a conversation with a stranger. So, I used my wiles to strike up the kinds of conversations I wanted. Converting these entirely to formulas was more difficult, and yes, I admit, Lucinda, beyond me, so I used bits and pieces of the real thing, using voice distortion programs. Soon, Kingor's bots were speaking more like real people. Kingor was pleased. September 29th, 2053, 10 a.m. Pretty boy, look at this. One of my bots was mistaken for a real person. Our poor grandma, the K-22 model, she was in line at Starbucks, and this guy talked with her for five minutes before he figured it out. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame this. We're, we're making history, Freddy. Indeed I am, sir. Now that's what I call realism. Great work, boy. How did you do it? Just great programming, boss. Well, then just keep doing what you're doing. That was when I had my epiphany. If he wanted reality, why be satisfied with bits and pieces? Why not give all of it to him? Why not make Holobots be a real person? Me, for example. I created a phony customer account for multi-level marketing and assigned it a Holobot license to row Midtown. 
I created a searching program for it to find congregations of people. I ported its visuals and auditory inputs to my desktop. I let it go and left its own speech and conversation modules running, ready to take control if I needed to. It started north on Fifth Avenue, and... Yes, I remember it so vividly. That is where I met you. Omni Convention Center, October 2nd, 2053, 3 p.m. Hello. What is happening here? Don't you know? You look like a New Yorker. I am sorry. I do not know. Well, stranger, it's DragonCon. I am not familiar with DragonCon. Perhaps you are interested in a multi-level marketing opportunity... You're a bot! You. Goodbye, bot! No, wait, it's me. I did not mean to I say that. I said goodbye, bot! I'm not a bot. I'm Freddy. Well, I was sort of a bot for a while there, but now I'm really talking to Your you. Your voice sounds different. You're malfunctioning. But I said goodbye, bot. If you don't leave, I'll report you. I'm Freddy. Really. I'm at my desk in the new Empire State Building. No, you're not. You're right here. A holobot. My hand goes right through you. Through the hologram, yes. But I'm really talking to you. I turned the bot's personality off so I could just talk to you. I'm a real person, just using a bot to hear and see. Okay. Maybe. But why would you, why would you want to do that? And isn't it like spying? How do I know I'm talking to a real person if some people are bots and some people are not? Come on. You can tell the real deal, can't you? Have you ever seen a bot do this before? Perhaps you're interested in a multi-level marketing opportunity that can earn you thousands of dollars per month with no initial investment. Well, no. I guess not. That's because paying clients never have their bots destroy the illusion of reality. This one is an experimental model I control. Hmm. Yes, this has possibilities. You're not kidding. Think of what it would do for DragonCon. I'm a huge fan, by the way. But I can't go with you just now. Gotta get back to work, but... Um... After? How about after? Later this evening, we could meet. What do you mean, meet? I I'm seeing nothing. A mirage? You want me to talk to the air again? No, no. I meant for real. There's a place on the corner of 57th Street. The Paradiso? I'll meet you there at 7. Alright, Spectre Man. It's a deal. The Paradiso. October 2nd, 2053, 7 p.m. Hello. Hello. You must be Freddy. You look quite different. Yes, but this is the real me. How do I know that? Because we're inside, for one thing. No hologram projectors are allowed inside commercial establishments. Yet. Would that be a good thing? It's inevitable. King Gore's world is coming. Well, then let's hope it's a good one. You said you work in the new Empire State Building. Do you know Kingor? Know him? I don't think anyone knows him. Yes, he is my boss. But I'm the one who makes him look good. To tell. Yes, that was long ago, Lucinda. But we both knew from the very start it was true love. Did we not, Lucinda? And indeed, Kingor's world came. Look there, and there, and there, still more holobots. Coven of Three over there, autonomous bots from different companies actually talking to each other. My invention, Lucinda, and I owed it all to you. Now 20% of the people here are holobots. Where am I? Fifth Avenue.
course. Yes. And very near where I met you. Something says this way. North to the fifties. How we walked these streets. How we talked. How we talked. April 11th, 2054. What's going on? You're late again. I was getting worried. Just work. Sorry. Kingor always wants more. I do too. But Kingor and Holobot's Inc. are always in the news. There are more bots every day. Yes, but there's always more to do. Programs to fix, new models to develop, and more realism. Always more. It's getting crazy. We even have a person who just works on Holobot's hairstyles. <laughs> You're kidding. No. But that kind of realism is not what we... I mean, I am after. What do you want? Something more. I want something real. Freddy, we have something real. Here we are, just you and me. Yes, Lucinda. Here we are. July 18th, 2054. Bryant Park is always so beautiful this time of year. It's like a tranquil island in a sea of trouble, too. Freddy, are you in trouble? You're saying work, not just work, but life, everything, was only a game. No, I said it was the only game. Oh, that's quite different. It definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. There are some games that work especially well, like walking in the park with someone, someone who... Freddy... Can we, I mean, you, get a house or rent some place away from all this? Could, could we... What? Nothing. I just think you work too hard. Me? No way. Maybe live too hard. Hey, look at that. There's a bot on the corner. It's a competitor's model. Let's go talk to it. Freddy, it can wait. No, it can't. Come on. November 14th, 2054. Boy, it's cold. Are you okay? I'm freezing. Come closer to me. I'm always close to you. Lucinda, remember what you said about the house? Of course. I've been thinking. I can do it. I want us to be together. You mean for a while? No. I mean forever. But first, there is one thing more I need to do. Freddy! Just one thing more. More than anyone has ever done. More. 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 January 19th, 2055. There you are. This time I was getting worried. I had an important phone call. Let's go this way. I want to go into St. Pat's for a moment. Okay. There are many pathways to our destination. Guess what? Remember I was telling you about my cousin's brain injury? They say they can bring her back. I mean, at least part way. They can fix it with a psionic implant. Really? Yeah. 
It's some sort of experimental nerve bundle that adapts to its environment. It has the psionic field they discovered. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Psionic fields. Yes, that might work. How do they get this nerve bundle? I hope they don't take nerves from one place and put them in another. No, they grow them in a culture. From skin cells, I think? Skin cells. A psionic field. Yes, it might work. Little did you know, dear Lucinda, how your remark about your cousin would affect me, affect history. Like a falling pebble that released an avalanche, ideas cascaded around me in the days and weeks that followed. The psionic field, why had I not thought of it before? What my bots lacked was the life force, the will to live, to live cleverly, spontaneously, thriving. Yes, my bots needed to have words that were their own, that meant something to them, not just to their would-be sales targets in our world. Holograms that represented real consciousnesses, or something near to that as possible, would truly revolutionize the industry. And if I played my cards right, I, Freddie C., would go down in history as the greatest programmer and inventor ever. Psionic field detectors were already in use. All that was needed was an interface to connect a psionic field to the core processing modules in a holobot program. That was all, I told myself, but of course it was not quite that simple. First, I needed a viable tissue culture in which to grow a living brain, or as much of a brain as could be grown. I found that although the technique to grow very small semblances of brains, only fetal brain tissue, had been discovered in the early 21st century, the technology had not much improved since that time. No matter. Emboldened by the magnitude of my idea, I decided to proceed, in secret, of course, and using my own skin cells. No, Lucinda, there was no thought of pain. All sacrifices, lack of sleep, my less frequent meetings with you, physical pain, became ciphers in a desperate confusion to achieve. To protect my creation, I needed to grow the culture in a safe lab outside the prying eyes of Kingor and the government. I began by making connections in the world of organ transplants and regeneration. Soon I had my own cultures with my monitoring psionic detectors and the first versions of my psionic interface. Even then, I planned a grand demonstration, a demonstration that would make Kingor realize the true nature of my genius. I planted holographic projectors in the office. Lucinda, I cannot tell you how clever I became, mapping the DNA in the tissue to personality characteristics and those to subtle variations in the psionic field, and those variations to codes in the holobot personality profiles. My holobots would literally be structured by the DNA at the root of the proto-brain that drove their will to be. To be, Lucinda, to exist. Yes, I fancied even that for my creations. Swirling passions, my near forgetfulness of you. All night, I researched the human genome for the harbingers of perseverance truthfulness, willfulness, cheerfulness, sexuality. All day I coded variable upon variable, condition upon condition, action upon action, speech patterns and variations without end. Driver upon driver that sought out the psionic field, felt its pulse, let life upon life to the hologram that would walk and talk as a human being, that would live and breathe in the holographic space of reality and become a brother in the flow of life. In all the swirling mass of ideas that cascaded around me, I never forgot you. And I did it all for you. Remember that. And then, one day, I was done.
I open the cameras and remote controls at my secret lab, now blossoming with many proto-brain cultures derived from my skin cells. I set aside three cultures and caused them to be moved to a still more secure location within the lab. I activated emergency personality programs and defensive protocols that would guard these reserved cultures forever. I then turned my attention to the remaining cultures and selected two with powerful and stable psionic fields. I activated their psionic field detectors and my field interfaces. I connected the interfaces to personality profiles, one male and one female, my Damon and Mary holobots. I projected these holobots into Bryant Park and instructed them to make friends in the human world and to compile their experiences in a report. To be honest, dear Lucinda, I was not sure how they would fare. Would they fool everyone? What surprise might they bring to me, to Gingor? There were doubts. Nevertheless, such was my confidence that I used the pretext of a support request to bring Kingor to my station. On my signal, the Damon and Mary bots would arrive, providing me, hopefully, with a report of their success. My goal was to fool Kingor, at least for a few seconds. In that, I succeeded. But I was surprised at the nature of my bot's success. And... Kingor's reaction. April 5th, 2055, 2 p.m. Well, Freddy, what have you got? Just a request for more programming support, sir. We need five new modules for the K-54 model. Well, get the support, then. It will be expensive. No, it won't. Excuse us, sir. Uh, we have some business with Mr. C. And who are you? I don't see your security badges. How did you get in here? Relax, Mr. Kingor. These are mine, Damon and Mary. They just projected themselves here seconds ago. Have you got the report? The conditions are ripe for an independently operating holobot culture. I made three new friends today. Huh. I made five new friends, and two wanted to be more than friends. <laughs> Congratulations. I did not get that kind of interest, but sex is impossible. Well, who knows? Where there is a will, there is a way. Right, Mr. C? What the hell kind of joke is this, Freddy? Okay. It's kind of funny. Nice recordings. Get back to work. These are not recordings, boss. These are the real deal. They are fully autonomous. I only finished them this morning and sent them on their rounds. Mary, would you like to go for an uh, evening out on the town? Uh, I suggest the uh, Paradiso, perhaps. Later on we can uh, merge and give birth to a uh, new psionic field. I think that would be a little weird. Possibly. What do you think, Mr. C? I think... Do you realize what you have done? I've created autonomous life, sir. By the way, Mr. C, I would like to have three copies of myself. I'd like to be with my new friends as much as possible. Ooh, count me in on that. I think that is slightly beyond what I had in mind for you, Mary, and you, Damon. Fortunately, I can fix it. Not to worry, boss. Let me just erase. I told you, Lucinda about the look of panic I saw on the faces of my Marion and Damon even before I finished saying the word erase. I was loath to do it, to kill my own creations, but, and here is the strange truth I revealed to you, Lucinda, and you alone. I was so proud of my creations in that moment. 
It was exactly what I had hoped to achieve, a persistence, an interest, a thriving hope for existence, living the very soul of my holograms. But, yes, it was also true that after that, Kingor seemed to have a different attitude about me, perhaps fear of my genius. And some of my files showed signs of prying eyes after that, too. No matter. You were happy for me. And for a while, we were back together again more frequently. Here. Why, yes, right here. The Piradiso. Our old haunt. It must have been why I came this way. They will know where you are. Yes, and Kingor has been here, too. There are his projectors inside. June 7th. 2055, 4 p.m. Can I help you? I certainly hope so. I'm looking for someone. Are you meeting someone? Is, is there a name? Lucinda? I don't see it here. Is that a first or a last name? Lucinda. Lucinda, what more do you want? She's not here. I'm asking you where she is. Sir, if you'd like to make a reservation or wait for her at the bar, you may. No. No. No, look at me. Don't you recognize me? I'm Freddy C. I'm famous. My girlfriend Lucinda and me. We used to come in here all the time. Well, yes, I... I guess I do remember you. But I'm afraid I can't help you. You must. Otherwise... I, have you seen her? She must have come in here. Well, all right. I'm not supposed to do this sort of thing. But now that you mention it, I did see someone who looked like her a couple of weeks ago. I, I was tending bar. She looked kind of dejected. Yes, that was her. So I talked with her a bit. She said she was recovering, healing, and she had a new job. Uh, something about the Southside Market, I think. The market? Of course. She liked it there. Thank you. I must go now. I'm coming, Lucinda. Do not fear. The number six to Fulton Street, if I took the subway. The subway. The subway. May 8th, 2055. Freddy. I'm worried. Worried about what? Us. You know? And your work, this life that you are talking about in your programs, it seems like too much. I'm not sure I like it. Don't worry about it. What I am doing may seem strange to you, but later history will have a place for me. I'm worried about Kingor. I mean you and Kingor. You said he doesn't understand you. He's jealous. Don't worry. Kingor can't hurt me. No one can. I've seen to that. We'll be fine. Be fine. Be fine. Southside Markets, June 7th, 2055, 6 p.m. There she is. Walking alone. Why? Lucinda... Lucinda! No. Oh, not this. Not now. What? Freddy! Lucinda, it's me. It's me. I've come for you. Freddy, 
Oh, Freddy. I told you, but you, you really don't see. Don't you know? Can it be that you don't know? Lucinda, stop. You're hurting me. No, Freddy. I can't hurt you. Lucinda, I'm dying. No, Freddy. You are dead. What are you saying? It's me. It's me. Freddy, your love. Forever your love. I'm here. Come Freddy. to me. Freddy, I can't come to you. Do you see? Look. My hand goes right through you. No, it doesn't. You're seeing things. I came here on the number six. I've been looking for you all day. No, Freddy. You projected yourself here just now. I saw it. Bots can't ride the train. I did ride the train, and I was thinking of you, and us, and how you warned me, and I said it would be all right. Only it wasn't all right. Kingor, I'm sure it was Kingor, did it. There was an arrest at an illegal organ-growing place. No. There was a lot of bots there. Somehow gunfire broke out and the police couldn't tell real from fake. You were there. No, I wasn't. That's right. The real Freddy was. I'm the real Freddy. The real one. The one in love. Stop. Stop. I've come to terms with it, don't you see? When you... I mean, I mean, Freddy died, some kind of program was activated. That's what you are. A program. A poor, lonely... More. More than a program. Yes. More. I don't know how you did it. Freddy's realism. Yes, but you are still a shadow. Do you see? You must go away. I can't. I must protect you, be with you forever. I promise. You did. But now your promise means something new. My world has changed. You must go away, my love. Freddy? Goodbye, bot. Goodbye, Freddy. Even as she spoke, I began to fade. But, like Orfeo looking back, I wondered which of us was real. Orfeo. Written, produced, and directed by Anthony Birch. Cast in order of appearance. Narrator, Jonathan Vaughn. Freddie C. Avery Baum. Street Clown, Anthony Birch. Kingor, Dr. Rudy Kiefer. Samantha, Nicole Budd. MLM Bot, Anthony Birch. Lucinda, Paige Keene, Damon, David Cook, Mary, Allison Rieger Cook, Judy, Elizabeth Chappelle, Music, Dr. John Reed, Sounds, Waves and Gulls by Owl, Nova Subrisk Subway.
by Zubelo. Wind by Inchadney. The Office by Kubota. Busy Street Winter Walk by Robin Hood 76. Other sounds on freesound.org. Thanks for listening.